Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring in Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition Real Play Podcast. I am their Dungeon Master, Patrick, and with us today, we have Nathan. Or Nate? Oh, hey there, no, Patrick. No, no, I fell wrong because I called you Nathan. It's always Nate. Let's try it again. Oh, hey there, Patrick. Nope, uh-uh. Nope, gonna go again. And we have Nate. Hey there, Patrick. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm leaving every single one of those in. I <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel. <laughs> On Twitter today, he asked me to run fight scenes like romances and romances like fight scenes. So put them up, brother. Uh, we'll regret that in time. Hey, we also have <laughs> Matt. Draw your weapon. <laughs> Letter opener. <laughs> and we also have Otto. I'm very uncomfortable with the energy we have created in the studio today. How's it going? <laughs> it, uh, I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm just going to just get taking a little sip. You can say that again, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm just going to take a little sip. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Uh-huh. What's going on? I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving it. I'm loving every little, every single time. I'm practicing time. for one of the upcoming test kitchens. Oh. Every single time we get to record, it makes me feel good because this is fucking therapy. And I will say it again and again and again. If you're in a shit mood, find a group to play some Dungeons and Dragons with. And if you can't, message us. I'll, I'll do what I can. Let's play some games, guys. Nate might also do what he can. Maybe. I'll do my best. Or cook. Do or paint. Or do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Cooking's my thing. Just stay off the news and... Stay off the nudes? The news. Oh. Was it? I prefer podcast there. I support nudes. Rice noodles are my favorite. <laughs> With consent. Yeah, rice noodles are really good. Especially the good broth. Little chives. Onions little in bit there. Of tofu. Yep. I like the Fuck really yeah. wide wheat noodles. Oh, yeah. That... The, like, Shang-Chi-style really long ones. I'm just imagining lasagna noodles. Those are really know. wide noodles. Try <laughs> yeah. picking one of those up with chopsticks. <laughs> ones I'm talking about are, like, an inch and a half wide yep. and then really oh, long. Oh, thick nudes. Nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a hashtag out there. <laughs> thick nudes? We yeah. don't endorse that hashtag, but also mm-hmm. follow what you love. We're from Al Dente, not too... Smushy, but a little bit of give. All right, good session, everybody. Good session, everybody. It's been a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, boy. Talking about noodles. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about nothing. Noodles. (laughs) What I'm going to talk about now is the six-sided die I have in my hand, where one of you is going to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. It's a one, two, auto, three, four, neat. Matt with a five, six. That's a four. That's a neat. Nate's always the one that goes. Auto, auto, just breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> I haven't done a recap in so many episodes, but I still am never going to get better at them because I don't remember. All right. Uh, note taken. Gonna go put that on the board. Okay. How dare you admit your fudging rolls? <laughs> hey, Nate. Why don't you tell everybody what happened last time on the Vincent's Guide to Adventuring? Oh, how good of you to turn your attention to me, Patrick. Last time, we were led down into the depths of Anthreal, past the cavern where we harvested some poisonous mushrooms, which poisoned Linden briefly. We entered the city of Despot. We met the Elder, or equivalent, who's a Fearbolg druid who led us through the fields and name is ian his name is ian Ian. his name is very impressive and he led us through the fields described some of the situation down here the war we're going to be his diplomats to the surface and we're spending some time of r&r here in the underground nature did I cover everything? I forgot the uh Oh, there's revelation. a Yuan-T. There's a Yuan-T that talked to Resden Apparently. and revealed that Resden may be the incarnation of some sort of mythical Yuan-T figure and may have a cult following, which we already knew that Resden had a cult following, but not this kind. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I'm, I'm the chosen trio of some kind. Was it a cult following or a cat following? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You also forgot about the goblin that sold Resden some illicit goods. Oh, how could I forget about the the little the the goblin inside the unlit shop that sold Resden some unlit sticks of dynamite? Can't wait to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're. Ian left you all. He has began to make his way back to the main house. And at the moment he has walked away from you all, Atreus sprouts up from the spring with with a fish in her mouth, just kind of wriggling it like... I forgot I did that. 
<laughs> oh, I love her. Delightful. You all, you have all attempted to take a little moment of reprise for yourselves and this amazing underground forest and farm that they have down here. You can all kind of see Yang just making his way back to the main house almost a mile away. You were walking for quite some time. I'd say a whole episode's worth. Yeah. It is peaceful. It is quiet. The only thing you really hear is just the trickle of the stream entering the small pond or lake-like area that Atreus is polluting with her body. I'm covered in mud. <laughs> what do you think is at the bottom of rivers and lakes? It's there is mud. a cloud of like brown silt emitting from <laughs> all of your clothing and just creating this waterlogged cloud around you. There's probably some tutu spit in there somewhere too. Possibly. But not anymore. Now it has been taken by the water and Atreus <laughs> is sparkly clean. Hell yeah. She's gonna get out and take the fish out of her mouth and put it on the riverbed so she can save it for later. Not you two. Right off. No, she's not gonna put it in her pocket. <laughs> Who do you think All she is? All my party members putting live animals in their pockets. <laughs> I know that look, Matt. You're thinking, what do you mean live? <laughs> you gotta slam it on the rock like Gollum first. <laughs> no! She's That's what she's doing! I don't like fish because they're so delicious! Down the fish! After Atreus is done drying off, she's gonna begin to carefully section and gut the fish as she was taught as a young tiefling. I would go for ranger more than just tiefling. <laughs> well, as a child. <laughs> Child of Do I your need home. to roll for that or no? No. What, what is, I know what I'm what doing. is the name of Atreus's home again? It's just home. Just home. Just home. There's a lot of homes in this mm-hmm. home area. I know. <laughs> I have to tell you, some real names going here. <laughs> <laughs> After everything that has happened, you all have a little bit of peace. And what would Resin be doing at this moment? Mm, yawning. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know. He probably would be thinking about this stranger in the crop in the fields that bowed to him and said whatever and he doesn't have really any memory of uh what he said back in uh when he had that little switch go off in his head mm-hmm. that he said something back to him and you on t he doesn't really have any memory of that so he would just be kind of wondering what this whole chosen stuff's about and is that it was it Ian that actually told him that or was it the Jeth guy it was Jeth so yeah he's not quite sure who this Jeth guy is he could have just been some crazy farmer but he wouldn't he's not doubting it he's just also kind of not taking it super seriously uh-huh. it's like he's got enough to worry about let him now he's got an actual purpose so okay now and he's being asked to be an ambassador so he's just kind of like mm, I, I got no one to be an ambassador for I have no one except these people with me and what about Lyndon you were sketching when we yeah, last left sketching. off. Yeah, sketching. Probably lights an incense stick and play some music. Anybody have any hit points gone at all? No, no. There was <laughs> no reason for anyone to lose any hit points. Okay. I was going to do the song of healing thing, but meh. Can you I mean, give me back spell slots? Yeah, I mean, spell slots and sorcery <laughs> points are all I need. Mm-hmm. If you make a dark pact with an eldritch being, you could get some spell slots back. Oh, boy. During your short rest. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you got a number? Can I, is there a... Oh, well, Re- Reston's got his hands full. He's got to master all four elements and defeat... Yes, no, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a number on the uh, stall inside the outhouse. So you all seem to have taken a little bit of time for yourself just to breathe, relax, and kind of take in what has been living underneath the world. You have lived upon for so long. I imagine at some point you finally all just kind of come together. Do you have any fish guts in her? No, 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 no. She's very, very clean. She's professional about her fish quartering and preparing. You know, she's Mm -hmm. got like, it's wrapped up in a little cloth, little squares of fish that have been de-gutted and de-scaled. Damn. (laughs) She knows what she's doing. It's her whole thing, you know? I could show you how to line your pockets with wax if you'd like. I, no, um, no, thanks. Uh... (laughs) I think I might vomit again if I do that. (laughs) Why don't we cook it and eat it instead of putting it in our pockets? Well, that's what I was thinking, you know, like once we're settled in for the night or something. I don't know. (laughs) See, Resden, this is how one treats food. (laughs) I mean, it's cooked. The bacon's gone, though. I I need to stock up. (laughs) Where, Where did the bacon go? It's... 
been eaten over the last couple days. Been eaten. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Atreus had some a while back. Elias had fresh. some. I only ate the fresh bacon. Gimlet had some. And I'm all out of rat, too, because I gave the head to uh, Elias before before he left. <laughs> I told him it was important. It was pretty funny. You guys were giving him <laughs> stuff as I wanted to feel. Well, I did I give mean, him the acid. He was happy about that. So at least I gave him something worthwhile. But yeah, we, should we grab dinner? I, she holds up the fish sacks again and goes, I did. Did you not? I, I just grabbed it with I my mean, mouth out of the river. How big is this fish? I th- I imagined like like a full, fairly big size fish, full size kind of like salmon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I it's imagined, probably about but... you know from head to tail, probably about sixteen inches. It's an undercarp. <laughs> yep. <laughs> undercarp. Wow. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna go with the salmon because that's what that's what Otto said. It's a salmon, so it is I said a salmon. Trout, but okay. You said trout. I thought you said salmon. Who said salmon? No, Matt said salmon. Damn you, Matt. It's a trout. <laughs> It's a polymorphing fish. <laughs> I can only polymorph into well, other fish. I mean, Resident would be alive. definitely in if it was a catfish, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Isn't that what I just said it was? Uh, did you say that? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a fish that can polymorph into other fish. Oh, gotcha. Not only is the world I created going to torment I'm me so forever, sorry. but the things that the characters have created for themselves and I have developed for them are going to haunt me in my sleep. <laughs> All right, checking off my goal box for this episode. <laughs> Subtract an inspiration. <laughs> disadvantage on your next roll. Yes. <laughs> D- disadvantage on all the rolls. <laughs> So I assume you were all uh, beginning to make your way back to the main house. We got to check on Gimlet, you know, see if he's found himself a paramour. As everyone's walking through the field, it's just going to hang back beside Resden and go, um, uh, hey, so do you remember when we were like fighting that guy and he had like the axes that he threw at you? Oh, these Uh, right here? Yeah. Yeah. Sticking out of my bag. Yeah. Are you going to use those? I was going to sell them. Why you want them? I mean, like, it kind of feels like it might be a good idea. Are you good with axes? I mean, you got like that Sith or what do you call it? A scythe? Scythe. Scythe? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty I mean, wicked looking. Well, yeah, but like I can't throw it because I'd want it back because it's important to me. But like those look, I mean, it like came back to him. That was pretty cool. So like, you yeah, use yeah, them? yeah, here. Here you go. Here's uh, and it came with this like little like uh, holder goes around your belt. I think. Okay. She clips it onto her belt like a like a cell phone, <laughs> like a cell phone holder. Yeah, like a forty, like a dad. Like, yeah. He's got the he's got the hip holster for his phone. She's got a fanny pack on one side, a hip holster on the other. <laughs> and New Balance sneakers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there are two axes. There are a yellow gemstones on each handle of them, and on the little clip that would go on your belt. Are you putting one on each side or one on or both on the same side? I mean, I was thinking that she wanted to have them like strapped to her back. Oh, oh back. So okay. I was gonna like figure out a way to like MacGyver them onto like each shoulder blade, so that when she wants to, she can just fling without having to grab it out of the hip holster. Because she has her dagger in scythe. Yep, they they attach by handles. So they, yeah. they would just kind of like drape, yeah. like hang. It's almost yeah. like some sort of magnet or something that is holding them on the handle to wherever you mount them. How do they work? You throw and they return. Yay. With a plus one. Plus I meant the magnets, one. but okay. So plus one to attack, plus one to damage. Cool. I'm excited. I love axes. You just love goods. Yeah. You're going to do damage whenever you get to yeah, attack anything. Things. Woo-hoo. So it returned to her hand or to the clasp? It returns to where the attachment is. Not going to go to your hand. Like If you put the attachments on your hands, they'll come back there. But if you put the attachments like on your belt, then you just back. swing your arms in circles and you're you're basically <laughs> throw, 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 yeah. throw, throw. Oh, the best barbarian whirlwind attack. Throw, 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 throw. Also, they only return upon a hit. Oh. So okay. only return upon a hit. Well, eventually it will always hit something. How True. does the axe know if it hits a person versus the floor? Let's say, what if it hits an earth elemental? How does it know if that's a floor or a humanoid? Okay. The flavor. Hey, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I think these are good questions. <laughs> these are good questions. For the big D&D nerds out there, which I am not one, if they make a an attack hit on the designated target, 
they will return immediately. <laughs> if not, they will either fall to the ground or throw past. Linden, as they have held back to have a little conversation, you are just walking through these dark fields of various greens and vegetables and fruits and I'm just curious to know what Linden's thinking at this moment. Linden's running one hand through some of the stalks of grain as he passes by and thinking about one, how amazing it is that everything is down here. Like that's pretty shocking. Takes a lot to process. Thinking about his home and protecting it, thinking about how he's if our current plan is going forward, that he's not going immediately home and he's not gonna see his family again for a while. So he's he's trying to justify that in his head that knowing that his folks are probably not going to be happy about that either. He's not sure he's happy about it either. Hmm. Are you making any, like, is it obvious that you're feeling kind of this way or like? He's just not talking as much as he usually is. Just sort of waving a hand through it. As you were exchanging weaponry, you and Resident did stop and Linden continued on forward. So you wouldn't really be able to see his demeanor other than his hands touching everything around him. Okay. Yeah, it takes a good 15 to 20 minutes to get back up to the main house. And as you all begin to group back up, you do see Tajmir looking like she is setting up all a cart ready to uh, head out. Ah, where are you going? I thought I was going to be going on a new adventure with you to, um, whose home is it that is, uh, up near, um, oh, that's south of Sestoria? Itris raises her hands, goes, uh, that's- Your home? Mine. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I believe we were going to go help you, uh, northern folk, um, with whatever you had happening, um, me, Crumb, and you lot. Is that not what's expected right now? Ian, I mean, I, Ian came back and said we were going to go assist you in trying to well, do yeah, whatever I think that it was is, you needed. That is the next step that makes sense. Were you planning to leave now? You you just traveled with us quite some distance. Well, I'm setting it up for the morning for the little leave. Oh, thank goodness. I, yeah. Oh, I don't did you know think if... we were going to go now? Oh, oh. I don't goodness, know how much no. sleep you need. <laughs> I usually just yeah, meditate elves, for elves a couple don't hours. Sleep, right? You like meditate? I've heard. Well, I'm partial elf, but mostly drow. Oh, I meditate. Really? What's yes. your other part? Drow elf, kind of one of the same. I'm confused. Oh, it's okay, dear. I just thought that was the, uh, a certain species of elf. No, uh, no, 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 no. I don't know. I've never seen you before. And I've never seen you before I mean, I mean, a couple days drow. ago. I've never seen a drow before. You know, the whole dwarf drow thing, you know, we, we, we've talked about it. That we have. You you appear to need some sleep, dear. <laughs> are you I'm hungry, are, too. Are you we well? got some fish. I don't know if there's enough for you, but... I just hold that the wrapped fish again. I I caught this in the back. Um, is there oh. like a like a hearth somewhere that I could? You're welcome oh. to have some if you want. I mean, I was I not? To, well, I got sh- this earlier <laughs> <laughs> before I got here. It's the sacred fish. No. <laughs> Dear, there is um, a plethora of food inside for us. We are just trying to prepare ourselves for the morning. It is. Quite late. Although the ambiance here wouldn't let you I'll realize that time down here. It's not my job. Hey, I mean, how do you know what time it is though? Is someone Usually run around almost, yelling the time or Oh, like a little boy like handing out a newspaper going, Never mind. <laughs> it is now twelve o'clock. <laughs> it is now twelve one. <laughs> Three AM. It is now 3am and I haven't slept in three weeks. <laughs> so as this conversation is happening uh, about the, the time of day, you should see how tired the quarter hour kid is. <laughs> <laughs> it's quarter past the hour. Again. <laughs> Just Kill quarter me. past. <laughs> Stands on top of a tower and holds two rods <laughs> in semaphore. Pat's about to kill someone. Roll initiative. I'm killing someone tonight. Tajmir just attacks us. Are you all having this conversation of this silliness? No, no, I think we have just game. Or is this out of game? players have just gone meta rogue over here. Yes, yes, they have. No, we're fine. We're all fine. Two giant fish show up. We are here to avenge our child. 
<laughs> we promise we'll keep playing the game now. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. What were you saying? This- <laughs> <laughs> I got these fish earlier. Not in your river. I don't know. Your reaction's making me very confused. Dear, if you wish, we can salt those and you can uh, have them cured in your, uh, um, do you have a, a bag of satchel where you normally keep food? Oh, yes. I, yeah, I have a messy kit, I think. Yes, it's Resden's pockets, apparently. Uh- <laughs> a pocket? You still have several. Just, let's not get into that. Yeah. Is it sanitary? No. What's that uh, mean? Absolutely not. Okay, um... As I this don't really conversation know a lot about food safety, where he's from, I can get fired from sand. my hands. I think so. they do. I think they do know. <laughs> Maybe it's just Reston. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're eating that tonight, you don't need to cure it. We just cook it. Or I can save it for on the road oh. as well. Okay. No, I thought you were gonna make us dinner with your new kid. There that's, is food that's fine. already prepared inside. Well, now you're making me feel guilty. <laughs> I believe that. Well, I had a taste for well, mystery I'm... fish. I don't know. Host here is trying to say <laughs> is that there is There's already perch, right? dinner prepared <laughs> Trout? inside perch? the building. It's catfish, I catfish. think. Catfish. Oh. <laughs> there may even be catfish inside the building. Well, let's go Sorry, see what cashmere. they got inside, I guess. Uh... What were you saying? <laughs> No one officially invited us to a dinner, so we, I assumed we were Tashmere. having fish. Are we invited to dinner inside the, the hall? I think we may have just been uninvited. She is staring at you awkward, <laughs> and you also have Crumb that is behind holding another bag. Just kind of like mid putting it up on... <laughs> like, the bag is frozen in the air. <laughs> the hell is wrong with this lot? I know, like ambassadors. Ambassadors. <laughs> These are some crazy fuckers. I'm liking this. <laughs> oh dear. Please we, we, not it's again. been a long day. Yes. For um, us. Cavern dementia. <laughs> so you guys are about a hundred feet away from the front door, and as all of this insanity is happening, Gimlet just kind of like bursts out. Bless them! Bless them! Uh, we're here. <laughs> yep, we're here. What? <laughs> I have family! <laughs> you okay? Listen, I, I don't have to be alone anymore. I have family. Excellent. Would you when like were you to alone? introduce us? Ah, come, come, meet, meet my family. And this is the first time you've ever seen him with like the biggest grin on his face. His two bulbous eyes are just like completely wide. His just grins like from cheek to cheek, overly extended. Ah, okay, ah, come out, come out. And behind Gimlet, you see four other very similar shapes, but various colors of his kin. There is uh, one that looks like it, you know, Gimlet's skin, as you all know, um, very dark on the back and very light in the front, almost like a lizard. You know, the, the chest is like a tan and the Yes, I definitely remember that, yes. ...is green. <laughs> the first one he introduced, Thuthuthan, Thar, and it's very similar to what Gimlet looks like. And... This first one that comes out is adorned in a dark gray wrap, very similar to what uh, Gimlet has on now. Uh, there's a couple little opals, and looks like he's wearing some boots made of leather. Boots. Uh, uh, and this one, uh, 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 it's Kathy asked. Uh, um, they're known as Baker. And this other one comes out uh, very green on the dark green on the exterior to a dark red gradient scaly skin. They're wearing all white with various uh, swirled gems of yellow and red. And it looks like they're also wearing some finely crafted boots as well. Ah, Wesker! Come on! Wesker, Ty! Come! Come! And you see this other one, a little smaller than everyone else, kind of peek through the door, slowly come out. Looks like their antenna, kind of like what Gimlet has, have been kind of pulled back, almost like a ponytail, and then are draping down by their side. Uh, they are wearing a brown body wrap with uh, what appears to be vines that are kind of holding it in place like a belt. And they kind of wrap around the, the antenna that drape around. And it also looks like there's some sort of hoodie just kind of like flapped on top of their head with on the very ends of those vines, some blue gems. And it looks like they're wearing what we would know as flip-flops with just two toes sticking out. Because that's all they have is two toes. That's all you need for flip-flops, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wesker Tal is her name. Um, but but we we call her Sally and, and Stratahal. Stratahal. Come, uh, stop reading. All you do, all you did all day. You have to meet my other family. And out comes 
another emulok, almost as tall as Gimlet, wearing a dark red wrap that almost looks like it has very intricate kind of stitching along it just to give it a design. Uh, it looks almost like a like a summer dress that drapes down to their feet. And in the very center, like in the chest, looks like there is a, a diamond just sparkling. As they come out, it appears that their antenna have been kind of pulled back as well in a very similar cloth, that of what they're wearing. And they appear to have a book in one hand and a utensil, a uh, a writing utensil stabbed through their little wrapping in their head, but doesn't appear to be bearing anything on their feet. Just going barefoot. And this one is... I, oh, this is Stradahal. Uh, uh, Emmy. 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 I have family. I mean, you're family, but they're family. They're me. They're my kin. They're like me. It's been so long. Pleasure to meet you all. Lyndon does his usual sweeping bow. A pleasure to meet you all. I am Lyndon Longfeather. Uh, hi. They all kind of, almost in awkward synchronicity, kind of nod their heads. Hello. 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 Now you gotta remember every voice. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't there, like, antennas also their hands? Yes. So they have them, like, in, like, a ponytail? So you've also seen Gimlet wearing his garb that kind of had the hood over his head, and they were wrapped around his body to act as hands. They're basically doing the same thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, it's it's nice to meet you all. They all kind of nod a little off-put, because they were brat out here. They're all just kind of looking at you, looking at Gimlet. Uh, sorry, sorry. You, you're... Uh. I'm sorry to put you in this position. I really wanted you to meet my other family, but you're you're my actual kin, and you, I know it's dinner time. You you can all go inside for right now. Well, we were oh, about to come in as well for dinner, so we can. I thought you guys were getting ready to leave. Getting ready, but we still need to eat. We still need to sleep. I personally oh. couldn't unlock a single door at this point. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were gonna leave me. I wanted you. I wanted you to meet. My kin, my type. It's like you said, Gimlet. We're family. We wouldn't just leave you. Despite leaving you multiple times. We but might they, forget where for you a are. Period of time. We might entirely forget where you are, but we wouldn't leave you intentionally. Ah, come, come inside. It, it's it's really nice in here. He looks like a really energetic child that is just gonna show you like a little stupid clay pot he just made. <laughs> Look at my macaroni art. Yep. That. <laughs> Yeah, it's all going to fall off in 20 minutes, but who cares? I want to bring it home. (laughs) Uh, Ian said you guys were leaving. I thought it was now. So when I heard you talking, I had to to run outside. We also thought it was now, and we are relieved that it is not. I I am as well. Do you intend to stay here when when we do go? I I don't know. Can I I, stay here? Well, I'm not going to tell you you have to. I don't even think that's up to me. Resident? Dad? Why don't we uh, get ready for dinner first? We can talk over dinner. This is going to be an awkward family yeah, dinner. Yeah, go, go wash up and uh, go wash up and do that stuff. Okay. Yeah, we're still a little grimy from the road. Adrian is always grimy. Well, she's washed off now. How dare you? <laughs> hey, you stated you always had dirt on your hands. I didn't say I always had yes, dirt. Yes, did. No. <laughs> I just said she's like she likes dirt. You know. Yes, Gimli, like, you should stay here. <laughs> There's a difference between being outdoorsy and being filthy, gosh. That's like Big Pen from the Peanuts cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, come come on inside. It's it's really really comfortable inside, and it smells really good. There's a lot of good food down there. As long as we're not having mushrooms. Um, well... (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's not theirs from on the ceiling. I suppose that's fine then. <laughs> yeah, and as you make your way into this massive building that you've seen before that is at least 50, maybe 60 feet wide, three stories tall, the front doors are just double doors as you open them and enter with an overly excited gimlet just kind of, come on, come on, this way, this way. It appears like the main entrance is just a massive hall that leads into this massive open room. There are pillars all the way across, kind of like holding this one main open floor as an open structure. And there are stairs to the left and the right that lead up to other other floors, which would probably be like some other quarters for anyone that would uh, normally stay here. But the smells that you get of just like fr- fresh baked breads and foods being cooked for long periods of time, way off in the far, far right-hand side, maybe, maybe 30, 40 feet 
you see Gimlet just kind of sitting there at the table, just kind of like, over there, over there, I got a spot. Oh, okay. Follows him down the hallway, being very cautious of <laughs> all of the areas. We check for traps. <laughs> Do you? No. 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 Yeah, um, it looks like this is a quite a long table. About eight people would sit here. There's various other tables set up all over the place. And in here, you see a massive mix of people. You see Gimlet's kin, Emilocks, sitting all over the place. Some of them individual by themselves. In fact, the one named Emmy, she's actually sitting just by the fire with a book that she had tucked under her hand and just studying, just reading, not really into everything that's happening here. Uh, you see uh, a couple of the other ones just helping out with the food, just delivering things to everyone. But everybody here, mix of various tieflings, there's dragonborns, there's humans, there's all walks of life down here. At least 100 plus people, not only on this floor, but also going up and down the stairs all around. Can Atreus just do a quick, like visual sweep and see if there's anyone that kind of looks like her here or someone that could potentially be from her home if you know what i mean by that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah go ahead and roll an investigation check it, i i i would be okay with just perception just because i don't think she's like <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. sticking out the uh, magnifying glass in front of everyone's yeah. face me. Oh, you're from yeah. my home perception is fine well um it's an eight so yeah, no nope, she's just overwhelmed uh yeah overwhelmed uh you do see various tiefling you do see a couple furbolg here and there and then as you are about to sit down well hello again so glad you can make it back to you know, our home for dinner. Ian is standing just uh, right next to you. Oh, uh, thank you, Elder, for Why does he us. sound like my mentor? He scared me there for a second. <laughs> Sounds like all Sounded too. exactly like Quintus <laughs> there for a second. It was like, oh, shit. I had a different <laughs> voice for Quintus. It was a little bit more like McCree from Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> or the unnamed cowboy, as he now is. Yes, that'll get situated. I was joking around saying his name was going to be Paul, so we're going to (laughs) see. My name's Paul. (laughs) One of the only sentences I remember from French Duolingo is, Je suis Paul. (laughs) Could use Uh, him down here, because at least we know when it's noon. (laughs) I trust that it is okay for us to join for for this meal. Of course, this is... Adrian holds out her wrapped fish. Yes, yes, I... I brought I chuckled, a donation. I chuckled a little bit when I saw you kind of jump up with that. Not many people would be so daring and rolled high enough to catch that in their mouth. How, <laughs> how else do you catch fish? I don't... We have nets. What's a net? Is that a person? <laughs> I like you. What's, um... Everyone. I know, it's funny. Okay, everyone, okay. sit down, sit down. Atreus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about what you, uh, believe is going on in your home. Oh, well, uh, I got a message from a family member, and he said that the... I wrote it down, and she takes out her little notebook. I think I wrote it down, actually. I don't remember if I said she did, but she would have. <laughs> she takes out her little notebook. It, well... He said that they had been discovered and they, their home, our home, my home, had been destroyed. Um, it wasn't the same. It was taken over by the historians and all of the trees were gone and all the animals and they had to leave. And that, that's all I've heard since. I, I sent a message back, but it takes a little bit. I understand. Down here we seek peace. We do not like the fact that we have to be at war on the occasion. Most of us, for the moment, are safe. But with you, three, four, kind of nods to Gimlet, uh. coming down here after they try to attack your home above. Things need to change now. We will start to fight back. We will do everything we can to help you and others in need. The same way that we hope you will help us down here. My, my people are very, very skilled hunters and gatherers, and we can... I mean, I... The fish, um... <laughs> the fish um and we can we can i mean i was wasn't um trained in battle but when i was like connected with the world above after uh i was deemed to be skilled enough to fight um and protect a very valuable person uh so i assume the rest of my kind will be even more and she kind of trails off because people are staring at her she gets anxious <laughs> Gimlet is looking at you and he's just like shoving food in his mouth <laughs> I thought you felt 
you you beat that dude to death. That was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Why is no one else eating? Lyndon's pushing his food around on his plate, making sure there's no glowing mushrooms in there. Razen, <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of meat. Why aren't you eating? I'm eating. Are you, are you okay? Is That's anyone... why I'm not talking. I'm sitting there eating. Just Is everybody... up. <laughs> are you guys okay? Yeah. We're just yeah, very hungry. I'm... Okay. Yeah, it's been a long day. It's been a great day. We missed lunch. <laughs> well, we were I mean, at carriage i mean i had i had a mushroom candy things we missed lunch and lunch narrowly missed resden (laughs) (laughs) that was disgusting (laughs) (laughs) so is it okay if i stay here just for a little bit just till you guys come back i think that's up to you two to decide i I, I think you'll be safer here than you would be in sestoria for sure that's what lynn said if i were to go up with you and something would happen to me then i might Get kidnapped or attacked or used for some nefarious reason of something about steam? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like the airship, like how it was powered from my kin. Yes, if the hive were to find you, that's probably what would happen. Atreus just slowly coming to the realization we're going back in the hive territory. Continues eating. <laughs> Have they uh, offered you a place in the in town or? Ian said I can stay here and and in there in here the in the building with my with my kin. With my family. Well, I think it's great you three found your family. And again, I don't think it's up to me, but... Well, I mean, they're not really family, because they're not, like, the same family. But they're my kin. They're... We are one of the same. Sometimes that's all you need, right? I think. Yeah, Preston. Yeah, I think you do what you feel makes you happy. Uh, uh, then stop. Stop. Yes. Are you making peas in the mashed potatoes? Looks like a sad face. I, uh, <laughs> I think that they are correct that... Family is very important, and if given the chance, you should stay with them. Excuse me, I'm very tired. He'll he'll stand up, and could you point me toward the uh, sleeping accommodations? You're going to want to go to the third floor. Um, You all have rooms. Uh, third floor goes for... Would you all like individual rooms, or are you okay with one lot uh, with some bunk beds? Whatever. I mean, I'm fine with whatever. There's a 313 top of the left staircase all the way up. And 313, it is vacant at the moment, along with 314, 315. So you all can have that, whatever you need. I don't know if he was feeling well. Uh, Lyndon, you you okay? No, Lyndon's on the third floor. Oh, Atreus is going to follow him. She's just going to go like, oh, I'll I'll go check on him. You guys finish uh, eating. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Resident just goes back to kind of eating his meat real fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like stuff in his mouth while uh, uh, watching them go up the stairs. Yeah, you see Atreus slowly walk up. Uh, I'm assuming Lyndon just kind of used the last little bit of effort and attempted to fly up as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling that was going to happen. <laughs> the wicked game we play. Very sad, sad music. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna stick down here with uh, with Resident and Gimlet. Uh, you don't think they're mad at me, do you? I just I don't think it has to do with you okay. as much as well. I think family is wherever you find it, and we all have our own family. And you found some of yours, and you need to reunite. And when you're ready, or when we return, if you want to come back with us, you of course can. But you don't have to ask permission from me or anyone else. Okay. We will miss you. We would love to have you join us, but I think you would be safer here. I think I have a lot to learn here. I've learned a lot from, from you and from from everyone, and I think they can learn a lot from me too, through you. Well, I don't think you want to be around me much longer because things are changing and I don't know what's going to happen. Isn't that what life is? You never know what's going to happen. I was told... Something blew up our home, and then we ended up here, on your home. That's true. I just think, um, I just have a bad feeling. I don't want you to get hurt. I have to be there for them as well. And them, us, as a group, we don't know really what's going to happen. And we're we're trying to help your people. And I think you learning from them and reuniting is a good thing. You can pass along what you've experienced with us to them and let them know of your adventures, and we can... Go war in the surface world and do our part, and we'll be back. That sounds like a plan. I just hope it can be executed properly. In worst case scenario, it's not actually that far away from Greenspire if you want to have them take you back up there if you're missing. Ask for Elias. If if we don't come back, ask for Elias. Or 
timber or yeah, I, one I of them. <sighs> Gilla just puts like one little pee back in his mouth. Yeah, so we're going to swap from the table scene with Resident and Gimlet and head up to... You have 313, 314, 315. Which room did Linden go into? Uh, how many floors does this building have? Three floors. Pretty tall. Uh, you're going to be like 100 and probably 120 feet tall. Uh, each center area is massively tall. Each room okay. is probably about you know, 10 to 15 foot in height for for ceiling capacity. But it seems like there might be a lot more in else uh, in other areas, like the rest of the space might be utilized for something else. Any windows? Yeah, there are windows all around. OK, uh, Lyndon ducks in the first one that we have, whichever one's closest to yep. the stairs. 313. There is a bed to the left, bed to the right. Bunk beds 10 foot above, 10 foot above with a massive staircase, all made out of this beautiful dark wood. Solid one massive window uh, about five feet tall, five feet wide. Double pane glass slides up. <laughs> it might have argon in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Technology under the ground here. I said might. <laughs> Lyndon's flipping through his sketchbook, pauses for a second, tosses it on the ground and opens up the window. He's just going to perch and look out. Yeah. And as you uh, kind of perch and you're looking out, you just see all the stalactites, stalagmites and the columns from where they've actually come together. Massive, massive, vast underground land with various houses and you know, other possible businesses just scattered about, made from either the shaping of the land itself or even some into the dirt and uh, uh, rock that's in the ground. And then very, very, very far off where it gets really dark, you know that there is the canal that we crossed. Very pitch black over there for you because you can't see in the dark. But there are all the purple and green lights that are stuck onto the, uh, the ceiling of this cavern. How far away is the ceiling? From where you're at, probably 100, 150 feet up. Okay. Lyndon's looking through his bag, deep in thought. He takes out some incense sticks, and he's got a pack of them, and he's just, one at a time, he's snapping them in half and throwing them out the window. I would like to think at this time, Atreus has, uh, did you leave the door open? Oh, yeah. Okay. Didn't bother to close it. At this time, you do, well, Atreus would uh, have found you easily because you left the door wide open, and you just see Lyndon chucking sticks of something unknown to you out the window as he's just kind of sitting there perched. What are you doing? Don't you need those? For something? I don't know. They're for observing things, for experiencing the world as it is, but the world as it is isn't okay, is it? No, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't experience it. Sound like my mother. All right, I came in here to help you. <laughs> it's not a bad I, thing, necessarily. I guess. Are you okay? Well, I just got my family back. They're not gone. Yes, but there's things that we can't ignore. And how do we choose what things we should experience and what things... How do we negotiate the things we should experience and the things that we want to experience? Are you assuming that you won't have time to experience everything? Or I don't know if I follow. I don't think there's much of an assumption about that. There's we don't know where this is leading, where we may call ourselves ambassadors, but we're going up against one of the most fearsome governments in the continent. Well, right now, all we're doing is going to my home and reuniting with my family. I think looking too much at the bigger picture right now might be a little overwhelming and we really should be taking it kind of one day at a time, shouldn't we? I mean, sure, this is some big, scary person, but it's not like we're going to go fight her right this second, especially not right this second. I mean, I've got about one thing left in me and then I'm done. That's all I've got. Lennon holds one of the incense sticks and kind of jams it in part of the windowsill and lights it so it gives off a little smoke. I've been living one day at a time for a very long time, but maybe there's a better way to do that. I was running from myself. My family, my... I don't know what I was running from. I mean, I get you on the running from your family thing. That's the whole reason I'm here. It's not a fun thing to do, especially believing that you've lost them forever, which I assume is how you felt with Triss. You know what really bothers me? I was making that whole book, that whole picture atlas for her, ostensibly. It was my excuse, assuming she was still out there somewhere. And I didn't even give it to her. Well, you've still got a lot of world left to travel, don't you? I suppose so. 
it doesn't have to be a gift for when she comes back. I think she was more than happy just getting to spend time with her brother. Something I've now taken away as well. I mean, I'm sure she'll still enjoy it with even more pictures and stories of the world. I don't think it should just be because you're home. Here you go. I think it's something to save until maybe you're there to tell her all the stories from it. Something to do together. Yeah. I do like that better. I was going to save this to send to my family, but I could let them know where you are if that's something you're worried about. I know you didn't really get a chance to say goodbye. I'm sure that Elias will let them know. I'm sure they're used to receiving minimal information from me at this point. Well, it's up to you. I could send a friend to tell them exactly what's going on, or you can wait for Elias to show up with two dead bodies and shoddy information. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea to let Greenspire know what's going down here anyway. How about this? I'll write a letter. When we reach the surface, we can send it along by messenger or post or whatever method we have with detailed information. I'll need some time to compose my thoughts. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can... I don't know if Animal Messenger can carry a letter, but we'll figure something out. Animal Messenger can do whatever I want it to do. (laughs) Animal Messenger, fighting the big bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my tiny little bat, just... Animal Messenger, single hit. <laughs> One punch, Animal Messenger. Yep. <laughs> I am Blake Skysparrow. <laughs> what is Lyndon truly feeling right now as Atreus has come to converse? He's feeling a little relieved from what he was feeling earlier. He's used to being away from his family. He feels like there's something important to do, and he doesn't know how to tell whether he's actually doing something important or if he's still running and how much to blame himself for that. And what about Atreus after this conversation? Mm, I think she's... I mean, obviously there's like a little bit of bubbling excitement to see her family again, but that's kind of been dampered by the news. And then like talking with Lyndon about like the importance of family has made her a little sad, but still excited, you know, about her home being destroyed. Um, But she's glad she was able to maybe help a friend. (laughs) And both of you go ahead and roll a perception check for me as you were conversing and everything kind of wound down. Jesus. Three. Eleven, but my passive perception is a fifteen. What, what's Atreus's <laughs> passive? Eleven. Alright, with the passive of a fifteen. You don't have to say it with quite so much of that. Oh, yes I do. <laughs> passive of a fifteen. Oh, uh, yes I do. Lyndon happens to peer towards the door where Atreus was and just kind of shifts aside. You do see an Emilok kind of sitting, kind of perched against like the railing with a book in their hand and a red stitched sundress just kind of writing as they are looking upon everything that is happening in this room. Can I help you, Emmy, was it? And we're going to go back down to the table where Giblet and Resden and Ian are, along with a couple other randoms. Rathen? Uh, really, are you, are you going to be okay with... Uh, just leaving me to a bunch of people you've never really met or known? Like, I, I'm going to be okay. But, okay, I'm not going to be okay. I mean, I, I, it's, it's a good idea. I like it. it. I get to reconnect with my kin and, and my family. But but I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of scared. I think you're going to be able to protect yourself. It's not that. I mean, you're probably more powerful than any of them because of the things you've learned, your magic, and things you've gleaned from everyone you've traveled with, you know, um, Nayla and Tina and Lyndon, Atreus. I, I don't like when I get mad like Tina did. Me. You've got time to visit and get to know your family. Whether or not they're direct descendants doesn't matter. You, we'll be back. I promise. We will be back. He lies. <laughs> Ta- Tashmir said um, she, she has something to, to, to give us so we can be in communication if need be. So oh, she, you see Gil just like frantically looking around. She's not here. Maybe she was going to give it to you guys in the morning. Me. It's something so we can communicate. Well, and I know Atreus has the ability to send some sort of animal. Oh, the little to... birdie! I saw the little birdie! <laughs> I was watching her from in, 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 the, in the hallway when she sent she sent a little birdie to you. I think your brother? Mother? Family member of some sort? I, I didn't really pay attention, but I did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you uh, 
take um, all the time you need with them. But if you leave here, if anything happens, try to make your way up to Greenspire, if you can. If anything happens down here, that's the first place I'm going to go, if I can find it from here. He starts looking up at the ceiling. That's a, that's a, that's a tall ceiling. Uh, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, don't try to be a hero. You know, save save people that you can, but no. I, I learned something from Ninja's mother. I, I can make people feel better. Well. I, I can heal them. That's wonderful. I, I thought she was inspiring. And she was yelling. Mom. London's has got a turner. You're not wrong. <laughs> She's a fucking falcon. Too bad uh, Risen is everything for birds. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's just, that's just gross, stuff. Pat. Birds? <laughs> Feathers instead of fur? Ugh, get all in your mouth. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> well, I'm done eating. Perhaps we can um, just kind of retire go to, the... to upstairs and oh, I want to see... Entries has this game! Yeah, maybe before you guys leave, we can all play a game together. Dragon something. Dragon chest. Uh, chest of dragons. Something. Yeah, we can uh, ask. We can ask her. Uh, I wonder if it's multiplayer. Is it split screen or couch co-op? <laughs> I, I kind of put my stuff in front of me, push my plate forward, and get up and nod to Ian and the others at the table and excuse myself and just let Gimlet know I'm going to be heading upstairs to uh, uh, check on the other two. And if he wants to join us a little bit, no rush. I, I, I'll be up in a few. Oh, where'd your uh, one, where'd the little red, red dressed cousin uh, she went go? Upstairs. Oh. I saw she was a reader. I wanted to give her give her something. Yeah, yeah she she went upstairs. I, I watched her go. I, I'll, okay. I'll be up in a few. All right. I'll head upstairs. Doesn't take much time. And as you make your way up to the stairs, you see this other little emulok just kind of sitting, leaning up against the banister, staring into the room with the book wide open, writing utensil in, in little three-pointed hand from their antenna. Uh oh! Why are you doing something bad? No, I was taking note. Your friends uh, of what? Your friends, something emotional, wrong. Are you spying on them? No, just notes. Linden clambers out of the windowsill. I kind of look in the door. (laughs) Well, did you learn anything? Not sure. I think we got a spy. We better interrogate her. (laughs) I think we've got someone who does what I do with pictures, but with words. If I'm guessing correctly, looks like you're bored, young lady. No, just. Here, uh, this will help. Here, I, I've been carrying these for so long. Pull up these five library books. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> How to tie knots. <laughs> well, that's one of them. <laughs> I remember. And then I got, here's here's one. That one's just slip out knots. It's not, not interesting. This one's called Dread Storms. I didn't get a chance to read that one yet, but if it gets kind of like, uh, oh, you better check with Ian first. It might be one of those adult books, but I'm not sure. I didn't even look at it. <laughs> this is a motivational book called Something to Believe in. Uh, that one's pretty good. Uh, Tales of the Forgotten Sea. It's kind of like short stories of uh, travels out in the ocean. And then this one. It's another, but it's one story. It's called The Phantom Ship. I really recommend this one. It's definitely fiction, but you should take all these. I saw you're a big reader, so. And this is right. Make sure where you see my name in the cover, there's a little little piece of paper. Make sure you put your name under my name. You're you're the new owner of these books. Okay. Like, I'm looking for you. You owe them quite a bit of money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They'll never find you. i never find these books either. <laughs> she just kind of gathers them up. Like, ah, that's a lot. I know. You better bet get reading. And begins to make their way to the stairs and made a made a 15 for a deck save so they don't fall down the stairs and clamber all the way down <laughs> with the books going everywhere. They are safe. And you are all here, three of you in this room. Unsure if night's upon you because... The, the, the lights outside still stay bright. My spell slots say that night is upon us, so... <laughs> I just walk in the door. Did I miss the sunset? <laughs> Funny. Uh, yeah, about an hour ago. I'll be right back. And Atreus is gonna scoot out of the room and go to a different room. Literally just like one door over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's going to open the window. And given we've modified Animal Messenger so much... <laughs> 
do I need to be able to see an animal or can I just like make one? They're called guides for a reason. I know. I just want to know. <laughs> what what sort of animal do you want to emit from any spectral energy that you I think the last one that I used yourself? was a mud bat. So I'm just going to go a bat again. Oh, I thought it was a bird. No, well, the oh, first oh. one was a bird because that's what I could see. Oh, that's right. That's right. The second one, you were like, <laughs> what do you want to make? And I was like, a bat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because themes. So Atreus is going to uh, open her hand and she has a little crust of like bread from dinner in it. And she's going to open her hand and then do like swoosh one hand over the top of her palm and on the other side of the hand that moved over her palm. You guys can see what I'm doing, but I'm trying to describe it for the Mm -hmm. listeners. Um, On the other side, there is a little spectral bat that is just kind of looking at her. And so she looks at it. She says, find the goat Fearbulg at home and tell him that I said, Ollie, I'm bringing some people home. We have a safe place. I miss you. Be safe and hunt well, and I'll see you soon. And then she pushes the bat through the window and the spell ends and it flies away. Excellent. This is why I like things to be easier in D&D. Because <laughs> you would never get to do that normally. No. Well, I mean, I could probably find a bat. A mushroom but... sprouts legs and walks over. <laughs> hey, what's going on? You need a message sent? I got you. What do we got? Where are we going? <laughs> Say, pal. You know, message delivered. <laughs> As Atreus leaves the room uh, where Lyndon and Resin are, what happens in that room where Lyndon and Resin are? Well, good night. <laughs> <laughs> No, he just uh, checks in, looks around the room. Oh, kind of cozy, huh? High ceilings. Excellent. Not as tight as, not as cramped as the old uh, airship room, huh? Flies significantly less distance off the ground. Negative distance, actually. You know, we never really, really talked about that thing that you experienced. I thought you were talking about falling over on top of him for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, we're doing this? Okay. Did you did you no, feel was, something too, Lyndon? It was fine. The airship was stopping quickly. Um, it really oh. was no trouble. It's not gay if it's on an airship. <laughs> it was close quarters. I completely understand. I bear no ill will for that. Yeah. No, not that. The, the whole vision thing. Ah. Yes, that would make more sense to discuss. <clears throat> I mean, we've learned a lot more about it from your mother and Apparently now, some random farmhand. I don't know what that was about. What what was it? Did you understand what he said? Or was that just me? I did not understand most of what he said, but it does seem we have some varied information about whether you need to be cured or not. Do you feel bad in any way? Different in a negative sense? Not usually. It's mostly just I have had a couple instances in the last few days where I lose like a couple seconds, kind of black out. And it happened again when I was standing in front of that farm hand. I don't know if you saw something while I was talking to him that might have noticed. Nothing in the physical realm that I could tell. Is it possible that whatever is happening to you, you could... Have you tried to address it or speak to it? No, I don't know if it's an it, though. I mean, I think it's just, I mean, I guess I could try to meditate on the staff, see if I get anything else from it, but I don't want to do that tonight. Yes, Lyndon looks at the staff. Uh, it may be worth a try. I have some experience from my mother in assisting with meditation, but that's, I think we need rest. Before we try anything like that. Yeah, I don't want to be down in a dark cave in a new area. Something where to go crazy. I'd rather be in a nice, familiar setting with daylight. Well, if these blackouts get worse, or if you experience anything else, any changes in your personality, or if you feel like this thing is taking over, we can... Maybe if you can talk to it, you can make a peace with it. The... Jeth did not seem to think it was inherently pathological. Ah, yes. The wisdom of Jeth. He is the only other, well, only, only Yuan-Ti that we've seen. Yeah, that was, they said there's so, uh, some others down here, and you remember when your Elias 
said in his travels he came across someone else that was like me not not like Jeff but like partial yes he did mention that interesting I wonder if we ever meet up with Elias again maybe uh tell me more about that person and certainly if we find out anything about your condition we can if we find a way to alleviate the less pleasant aspects of it we could pass that along correct me if I'm wrong your mother did call this a curse right Am I, was I mistaken in that? She, she did call it a she curse. She used the word yes. curse. Are curses always bad? It sounds like it's a bad thing. It does thing. sound like a bad thing. Otherwise it would be a yes. gift. So. But a curse is just a spell. I don't know. And as long as it's not causing you pain or taking away your sense of self, it might not be something that we need to address if you don't want to. It might just be part of who you are now. Yeah, but when does the changing stop? What, like, what's the end goal of this, or goal of this curse? Is it, do I become full UNT? Am I, do I change my, you know, do the blackouts get worse? Do I lose my mind? Do I turn into a regular snake? I don't know. That's what I don't know. I So I think we need to do some more research and find a, some more wise people to consult on this. Maybe we need to go to one of those cities they're telling us about. Those Yuan-T cities. He did all. He did say in common, though, that there was nothing wrong with you, which is the thing we have to balance. Is this something that just Lyndon's mother thinks is a bad thing, but is not really a pathology? Or is it something that's actually bad that's happening? I have done some research on Yuan-T before all this even happened when I was with Quintus and they were a ancient race of snake people that I got the impression they weren't necessarily good, at least not what I read. They would perform sacrifices and use blood magic. And, you know, it was just maybe that was just that particular temple in Terran. But it's also going back before the giant rock from the sky came down too so it's been a long time now Lyndon will come up and put a taloned hand on one of your shoulders well until we, it's nothing we can fix tonight as uh, a wise friend recently told me we have to take things one day at a time but you promise me that you won't lose yourself to this thing while we figure out what to do about it do you promise me <laughs> he turns and like looks you in your eyes <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> Puts his other hand up on top of your hand on his shoulder. And? <laughs> it kind of grabs your fingers and, like, pulls your hand down. But, like, holds onto your hand briefly. Holding hands. <laughs> and then looks down, puts that hand in his right hand and kind of gives you the old kind of three shakes. I promise. And then they kissed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we going to play some games? <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, oh, sorry. Not the kind Atreus wants to play. I got a bottle. <laughs> 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 I, 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 thought, I thought before you guys go on your adventure, um, we could play... Spend the pewter mug. Pewter mug. No. <laughs> I thought we could play... Uh, uh, Seven minutes in heaven. Gimlet <laughs> <laughs> is at the door as this awkward moment is like... Atreus! Um, huh? What? Huh? Oh, oh, you're in that room. Oh, yeah, I was just. I, I figured before you guys, what? I figured before you guys go, we can play um, some games, you know, as a group and as our family. Yes, yeah. let's play some games. Let's play some music. Let's have a good time and relax before we need to temporarily part ways. I'm gonna miss you, guy. Yeah, you won't miss us long. We'll be back. Go ahead, set up the board. <laughs> Atreus pulls out three different dragon chess boards, start building them on top of each other. It takes about 30 minutes to set <laughs> and up. And an hour later, an hour later, you can finally play. It's like playing Gloomhaven. Oh, gotta be set up now? Oh. Jesus. But with that setup of the game and the night pretty much coming to a close, maybe we'll roll to see who's going to win against who next episode. I would like to thank you all for joining us on this yeah, okay, they're, 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 they've been pretty long episodes lately. Sorry, people. It's <laughs> roleplay, and I fucking love it, and I know they do, and we're just going to keep at it. 
But thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I am their Dungeon Master, Patrick. You can find me on the Twitters at Professor PF. And where can they find you, Otto? You can find me in caves, touching bats, or (laughs) (laughs) Um, petting bats. Not better. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't want to pet a bat? I mean, give him little crumbs of bread and stuff. I don't know. Or on Twitter, I guess. Um, At Human Wreckage or at Human Wreckage. You know you can go fix that, by the way, right? No, I can't because someone else has the at and they haven't used their account in like 10 years. Well, that sucks to be them. What doesn't suck is... at. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't suck is me. Where can they find you on uh, uh, social medias and all that shit? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I said you didn't suck. They can find me. Unless you want to be a vampire. Not sucking on Twitter. Or a bad person. Would you like to be a bad person? You can find me on the Twitters. (laughs) At Nate Scott Jones. Uh, 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 uh. One. Uh, uh. One Nate Scott Jones. Uh, 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 uh. Where's Nathan? God damn it. Numbers, what do they mean? And we also have Matt, and I should not leave you for last, because after you say your bullshit, <laughs> you have to go say My the rest bullshit. of the bullshit. After you say your name and all that stuff, you still have to say more stuff. Stuff. <laughs> the good more stuff. stuff. You know that. Thank you yeah. for joining us. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now, Twitter. Longfellow underscore Matt is my location that you can reach out and say hi and follow. Touch bats. Touch bats. With consent. But thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more misfits in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at misfits underscore guide. You can also follow our main group page at cast o many things where you can stay up to date on all our other podcasting adventures. For example, Call of Cthulhu, Princess World, Test Kitchen Field System, Dresden Files. we got more stuff coming in the works. Can't name it all right now because some of it's going to be new to us. <laughs> in the future. But stay tuned. So much more coming. Uh, you can search Cast O Many Things, iTunes, Podbean, any app of your choice. Please subscribe when you do so. That way you get notified when new episodes come out. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and review view so we can maybe read it on the air and you'll hear your name in a nice brief closing message saying thank you for the rating. For the next person that puts something up on the Apple Podcast Reviews, I will make the longest overly extended slow burn reading. Of what? Whatever they say. Of the comment. <laughs> Like, just make a fan fiction out of the review or something? If they go ahead what? and put a 500 fucking word review so rest in an eight. of our podcast, so rest in <laughs> I will... No, 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 Hey, I don't screw cats in real life. Only in D&D. That's good to know. Yeah, thanks for letting us know. Thank you.